0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change your name. You can say that your shrivel-up wiener has just petrified wood. But nothing. Nothing. We'll save you from the watch list. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Sorry about that hiatus. It's been a... Yeah, October is a wild time for uh, lots of traveling, lots of conventions, lots of comic conventions. And we just got back from New York, which was is always a great experience. And I like New York a little better each time I go. You know, I'm not really a big city person. I mean, I like Chicago because it's very Midwestern. Uh, but I always thought that New York was just a little too much for me. But I think I'm getting used to it. And New York is nothing personal. It's just uh, I'm not used to all those people. One of
2: those. Is there? Sorry, is there a way to adjust this uh, head thing so it's smaller? <laughs> Holly lost weight yeah, in her I'm head like, recently. I'm, I'm like, don't want to break it. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah, because normally it's really stretched out. Normally you're like, wearing a hat too. Oh yeah, sometimes yeah. Okay, and just feel free I, to move I, those around. I, I thought I was getting it, but then I felt like I was bending it. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna break it. <laughs> Do it. We have backups. <laughs> no I'm kidding.
1: I didn't say I that. I was going to say that like, you have recorded through the one.
3: Nope, wasn't me. Getting no, all Van not. Halen
1: on the podcast. I
3: saw nothing, cameras.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you, you bust mean? out some spray paint out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> rack and roll. <laughs> Holly, that, that leather jacket's changing you, man. <laughs> what
2: is up? <sighs> Went to New York and came back, and now I'm breaking head, headpiece. <laughs>
3: Next step's like one of
1: those wallets with the chain.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. More coming.
1: Then the steel ball necklaces, (laughs) and boom, we're back 20 years ago. Because
2: you're a rebel, but you don't want it to leave your side. Right. (laughs) Yeah, when we we were in New
1: York, when uh, I was walking back to the hotel, because I I just couldn't hang because I was so tired from the day, and you and Heather had went out. I was walking, and I'm like, you know... How you try to walk with authority? Like you're on the streets in New York and wearing a leather jacket, I'm like trying to walk like a boxer. Like, (laughs) is there any way I can like mention to somebody like, "Yeah, I'm from Detroit"? (laughs) (laughs) You were thinking that as you were walking. Yes.
3: We'll make you a shirt (laughs) that
1: says that. Yeah, from Detroit. It's a Detroit city. That might have encouraged people. Yeah, I'm from Detroit, (laughs) and you can carry around like a Faygo with you. (laughs) Yeah, carry. there you go oh my god a bag of better made
2: chips
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway but yeah uh new york comic-con was good and uh do you
2: feel like the convention gets better each year not just it does
1: i mean we had record-breaking attendance this year um but yeah, it was really good. We had a lot of writers with us. We had uh, Bob Saley, well, of course, Search Point Press, Bob Saley, Garrett Gunn, uh, Frank Gogol, um, David Hayes, uh, Ben Goldsmith, myself, all at one table. I mean, tensions got high, I'm not gonna lie. Saturday, everybody kind of had like enough, but uh, but we brought it back together and we finished strong. So and that's what we do, you know, but um. Uh, no, it it was really good. Um, too short, and I always say, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take a few extra days off the next time I go to New York, you know, so I can actually experience things before the convention. And I never, I never do. I'm like, I can't afford it.
2: You took a, the next day off.
1: I did, but I mean, like, get there a few days early, like maybe even the Sunday before the con, and just spend like the entire week there instead of just like Wednesday through Sunday
2: because
1: mm-hmm. so, there's a lot to experience and when we first got there of course <laughs> we took a cab from the airport and uh, you know as soon as we pull up cab driver tries to fight a guy get out smells like piss I'm like yep I'm in New York <laughs> and then our friends couldn't check into the hotel until hours later so we're like well let's go find a place to sit and eat well every place is like stand and go right because everybody's in a hurry So we walk for a long time because, of course, when you're walking, the GPS doesn't want to calibrate right. Finally, we wind up on Broadway. We go into a Ellen Stardust Diner, and as soon as we get through the doors, like in the middle, um, Holly was like, oh, my God, this is the place where all the wait staff sings Broadway tunes to you. I am so (laughs) sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry about? This is awesome. (laughs) So I guess hundreds of people audition every single year. To um, all of the all of the world to work at this diner because of course scouts come there to eat so they can be recruited for Broadway musicals they're all looking to make it so and then in between their tables they will stand up on on the bar and just belt out Broadway tunes waffles were good <laughs>
2: <laughs> but really that's not even the funniest part the funniest part was because we got sat right up front where they were all singing. Oh, yeah. And the freaking... Row. <laughs> one chick just, like, <laughs> throws her back at me, like... Yeah, she laid all over Holly. While she's singing, belting out a tune. Topless. Can you I'm eating, it? by the way. Like, I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> yeah, topless. When did this place become a strip club? Broadway singing and stripping and waffles. <laughs> uh, after
1: dawn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm, so... Uh, I was eating and she just like threw her back against me. What was she singing? I can't even remember.
1: I can't either. Shoot.
2: Is that knocking? Oh. (laughs) There's a lot going on tonight.
1: Is there someone knocking? Yeah, there's someone knocking. Is this a
2: special guest? I think it's someone knocking up front. Like, Oh, got it. <laughs> and our special
1: guest. <laughs> a
2: ghost. <laughs> the lady who knocked me over.
1: <laughs> hey, just for the record, I wasn't topless. Okay? Don't tell people that. I was wearing a flesh-colored That's... top. <laughs> yeah. My nipples were just out. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Areola okay, <lady>. 51 here. <laughs> Technical technicalities ghosts ghosts oh by the way so i i spoke to uh, jay fosgett who was with us in new york um he might call in tonight and jay and everybody else the studio we are in is studio three the number is 248-579-5260 um so yeah um anyways yeah new york was a very positive experience um it always is i got to know a lot of our new writers and it was a lot of fun so holly i'll give you the floor first what do you got for us today Aren't those good? we're drinking what? black phillips by the way uh from blake yeah. cider which i shouldn't have said that because they they need to pay me money i post shit about <laughs> them all the time pay
3: me yates
2: right
3: all right Blades, go ahead, holly. whatever it is all, right. it's all cider <laughs>
2: Uh, Casey was talking about how she was walking around in her leather jacket in New York wanting to, uh, say, I'm
1: from Detroit! Welcome
2: to Detroit City! <laughs> you know who you know? I'm, I'm friends, hardcore! I'm friends with Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Detroit, Detroit actually just made headlines. Um, she's looking all super excited. I'm like, is this the same story I have? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, there were 11 babies decomposed. Uh, their bodies were found in the ceiling of a funeral home in Detroit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just Arsenio fist pumped the air like, yeah, we had the same article. <laughs> I think that's the first time we ever had the same article.
1: I know, but isn't it crazy? Go ahead.
2: I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even finish. Um, so the remains of 11 infants. <laughs> you're just like, I'm excited. And there's like 11 infants in the ceiling. Well, how old were they?
1: <laughs> no, I mean they're infants, but I mean like how old were the bodies? Infants is under the age of one. The
3: bodies have been in for at least, they're saying since the spring. Um,
2: let me see. It got
3: closed down in April or something. I read the
1: article too. Oh, okay. So unreal.
2: Damn, everybody's reading the article. Oh. <laughs> it's a very eye-catching article. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the remains of 11 infants were found Friday at, at a formal for, formal at a former Prom. funeral
1: at a formal funeral home. Prime <laughs> night dumpster baby. <laughs> at An
2: a asshole. former funeral home in Detroit, Michigan, Officer Vanessa Burt said the remains were found inside a drop down ceiling at the formal Kentrell funeral home. Police were called around 5.30 p.m. Friday. Investigators with Michigan Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs found nine bodies in a cardboard box and two in caskets, all found in a drop-down ceiling. Construction workers found the bodies Friday as they were working, WDIV reports. Um, an autopsy report from the Wayne County Medical Examiner is forthcoming according to Officer Burke. Then it goes on to say just like um, she was saying about how the funeral home in April was shut down um for violations. Ian are you stamp No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not.
2: I mean my finger's not on the button. Like, I was
1: responding to the like, Your whole like
2: I was gonna i gonna... Your whole facial expression and everything changes. Like the way that you do things <laughs> just like <laughs> Sorry. Uh and, Hashtag my, dead and my infants. computer's not wanting to show me more. Or my phone. And I that's all you need more. to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, I need you, Holly.
2: See, you know what? If you don't know, Venus is in retrograde right now, and I can't get anything to work. Wait, Venus is in
1: retrograde, but not Mercury, right?
2: No, it's not Mer- Mercury. It's Venus. Yeah. Well, that, well does that mean that... <laughs> it still means my life's shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's only Holly and for a second it won't do anything I shit. want it to do.
2: So... I'm trying to read more, and it's not letting me read more. Well. (laughs) It's like, no, you already got the point of the story. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Well, I want to know how they got there.
1: I didn't read the whole thing.
2: Well, it's not letting me do anything.
1: (laughs) Hang on, hang on. That you know, when I read Sorry. that or when that came up, I was like, "What in Detroit?" Yeah, right. What is this? Like four years old? And I'm like, "No, this just happened." Because I'm telling you, what I'm so disconnected from everything right now. I'm
3: googling it for you. I can try to. Oh,
1: thank you, facts. lady. Thank you. Well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> give up.
1: <laughs> it's all good. All
3: right, I uh, got you. Let's see here. <laughs> loading. Still loading. Here we go. All right. The badly decomposed bodies of 11 infants were found in the ceiling of a foreigner funeral home. Blah, 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 blah. They received an anonymous letter explaining how to find the bodies carefully hidden inside a false ceiling.
1: Is this a scavenger
3: hunt? I guess. Um, Let's see. The funeral home was closed by the state authorities in April after a lot of violations, like they were storing bodies in a (laughs) garage (laughs) with no cooling. Bodies were coming up with mold on them. I believe Uh, it. All sorts of nasty stuff. They're unable to say how long the remains have been stored there or how old they were. But there was remains of infants, some apparently stillborn, inside a cardboard box hidden in the drop-down ceiling of a stairwell. And then I think there was like two of them were inside a garbage bag from what I remember this is a different article from the one I read earlier so they're still investigating but considering the place closed down in April it had to have been put in there before then and I'm assuming it's an former employee that like mentioned well I feel bad because I guess the person who bought that building was trying to turn it into a community center and they like could not find where this bad scent was coming from and then all of a sudden there's this anonymous letter in the mail Uh.
2: I didn't know that.
3: But, yeah, that's the it. thing. Why are they all and, infants and why? Um, The only thing I could think of is maybe it was just people who couldn't afford, like, an actual funeral. Or it was in the wintertime in the funeral home. It mentions that they were stealing money. And maybe they just yeah, kept the money and they didn't want to pay to have the ground excavated in wintertime. I
1: believe that. Especially with the weather we had last year, so maybe they're just like, "Oh, we'll just storm in the attic till the summer." Well, have you seen um those uh videos on YouTube where people go on those excursions and they investigate like abandoned places like it's it's real like found footage video and like, oh, we're going to the abandoned asylum today to yeah. see what we can find. I love those there was one um it was a a funeral home it seemed like it was like out in the woods, but you know the area was so overgrown after not you know uh being I'm gonna say this for lack of what civilized. Um and they found it and they actually went into um the the home and went to the mortuary part and there was still a body there. Yeah, and they showed it and everything, and then this thing was like it was in a casket, just sunken in and I you know, I watched it with Jason at the time and I, I said, how could they get away with that? Like if somebody had no family? You know, had no money for the burial. And I mean, they just left it there, you know. And then the day after when they came back, um, the doors were chained. Wow. Well, that's crazy. But they, they still had that footage that, yeah, there was a... Like, you have one job.
3: If you know the building's closing, like,
2: handle your business. At least
1: incinerating.
3: Like, that's someone's gravy. family,
2: probably.
1: Right, we respect don't know, for the dead. Could definitely be. You
2: know that dead person... Their body ain't resting.
1: No. Do well, we, you know that story about, like, the, uh, <laughs> gosh, what was it? In the 50s, there was um, a body that they were using for a haunted house. And it was a real dead body. I never
2: heard about
1: that. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, I mean, <clears throat> it was by that time sort of, like, fossilized and whatnot. But, yeah, it was a real one. Um, Crazy. I'm, like, respect. <laughs> it was funny because Steve Nemzik. Um, Kelly O'Hara's husband uh, was telling me about it and um his daughter was sitting there and she was like, Well, you know, I mean what what does it matter? You know, they're dead and I'm just like, Well, there's this thing that we you know, I, I was trying to be like morbidly responsible, if that even makes sense. I was like, well, there's this thing that in our culture where we bury our dead because we have respect for them or we incinerate them or we we hold, you know, even though they're gone. We have like a ceremonious thing, and uh, to do something like that to use their carcasses, a toy, you know, is is very disrespectful. And I, I think she got it. But it was a a great uh, morbid PSA there from his appearance. I'll be her dead. So, if you'd like to hire her for your your children's parties, call. Hi,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey kids. Today we're going to learn about exorcism.
2: <laughs> um
1: buy you each some holy water. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, Timmy, you're looking a little uh Timmy. Timmy. You're a little too uh ADHD? Nah, son, that's a demon. <laughs>
2: We're gonna exercise that shit right now.
1: Give me the belt. <laughs>
2: I feel like everyone that is a somewhat child they call them Timmy. Because <laughs> Someone was telling me a story about going on a ride at, I think it was Universal Studios. I can't remember, but it was one of, or maybe, I can't remember if it was that or Disney or something like that. Anyways, they went into a ride where they turn off the lights for a few minutes and go into a sequence of things on this ride. And they called the guy, the little boy, Timmy, and they said, you know, the parents were saying to Timmy, "Timmy, do you want to go on the ride by yourself and have your own cart?" And he's like, "Yeah." And, and I guess he was about eleven. He's like, "Are you, are you sure you want to go on this ride by yourself?" Yeah. And <laughs> this person who was telling me the story was like, "Oh, that was a great day for me because I almost got kicked out of that park because I kept doing things that were not approved by Universal Studios or whatever." That right. Was. And he wanted to scare people on each of these rides. So little Timmy was in his car by himself, and the the way that the ride was going, they had to cross paths, and it was dim lit. And he grabbed Timmy's hand like mm. during the ride, and when they cross paths, like their cart, and he goes, "Timmy, I'm coming for your soul." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> what did Timmy do? <laughs> He's like, did he shoot himself? <laughs> he
3: goes.
2: He goes, <laughs> <laughs> And I guess he did it a couple times or did something like that. And then afterwards, everyone's like, Oh, that, that rhyme was actually pretty tame. And Timmy's like,
1: Oh my God.
2: <laughs> my pants. My yeah. pants. I didn't change my pants.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I mean, Timmy had it coming. <laughs> Let's be real. Timmy had it coming. Yeah, isn't the... Um, Gosh, what is it, in A Christmas Carol? Isn't the little boy's name Timmy? Mm -hmm. Is that where it stems from?
2: A Christmas Carol? Yeah.
1: I almost said, you know, Scrooge with Bill Murray. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, Timmy. Well, speaking of dead kids... Uh, USA Today, a child vampire burial found in Italy Baby Cemetery on Earth's eerie discovery. This skeleton of a 10-year-old with a rock lodged in its mouth has been found in an Italian cemetery of babies uh, and is deemed a vampire burial, researchers say. The child's skeleton was found by archaeologists from the University of Arizona and Stanford University, working alongside Italian researchers over the summer, La Necropoli del Bambini, Ooh, that sounds fancy. Uh, of the Cemetery of the Babies in the Italian region of Umbria. Uh, the child's body was positioned on its left side, lying in the tomb uh, created by two roof tiles up against a wall, according to the University of Arizona. What's particularly disturbing about the find is that the child's jaw was forced open after death and a rock was pushed in purposely, uh, researchers said. So this is post death, they just shoved a rock in its mouth. Uh, University of Arizona professor, archaeologist David Soren, who was involved in the research, said this burial uh, ritual was to ensure that the child didn't rise from the dead and spread malaria. I've never seen anything like it. It It's extremely eerie and weird. Uh, Locally, they're calling it the Vampire of Lugnano. Uh, The child's sex is unknown. Age was determined based on the child's teeth. Other children found at the burial site were found alongside Raven Talon's toad bones, and bronze cauldrons, researchers say. Uh, Bioarchaeologist Jordan Wilson, a University of Arizona doctoral student who analyzed the skeletal remains in Italy, said the practice of burying someone like this, known as a vampire burial with a rock in its mouth um, of the a rock and mouth of the body held to the ground is unusual, but was common in Roman culture in Venice. An older woman now known as the vampire of Venice from the 16th century was found with a brick in her mouth in 2009 discovery, uh, in uh, England. And a man from the third or fourth century was found buried face down with his tongue replaced with a stone. Uh, so yeah. And then there's no other, uh, I, w- I would like t- to see them investigate this a little more. Um, for one thing, they determine the sex. And they really, I mean, they gave kind of a, um, a century ballpark. Um, but there's no other children in this cemetery that they'd found um, with this vampire burial kind of thing. So the child probably did die of malaria. Um, but I guess they were worried about it being rabid. You know, vampire's a stretch. I think it's for a headline. But it's cool to think about.
2: I don't really understand why that type of uh, putting something in someone's mouth after they die. Why that's called a vampire. What was it? A vampire. Burial. Burial. Because isn't vampires supposed to be you get bit? and
1: Yeah. So they don't try to bite you. But I mean, I I mean, a a child is not going like an infant is not going to be able to take a giant rock out of its mouth.
2: But aren't they supposed to be bit first?
1: Well, I mean, I, I
2: assume that they so, probably all, thought it was born a vampire. <laughs> all people, all people who are dying there, like no matter the cause, because it didn't sound like it was just all cases of malaria. Or no, I mean, this is the only baby that had uh, a rocket at the mouth. I well, thought you said that there was other instances where the, something was put on people's mouths and they called yeah, it yeah, vampire. In um. Uh,
1: burials let me see I thought
2: you said it was a lady or
1: something uh <laughs> an older woman yeah vampire that was found with a brick in her mouth um a man from the fourth century was buried face down with his tongue replaced with a stone so yeah I don't know it's, it's something about the stone I don't know if it's I don't know, if they just wake up and try to bite the stone and then it's like, ah, I broke my teeth, I can't bite nothing. <laughs> just knock oh, it out it its the teeth. Stone. I stone. Not, That's nothing. Okay, so let's, let's I, mean, I mean, I'm being grim, but the body's dead. If you're really worried about that, knock out its teeth. I think it'll grow some. I'm I'm encouraging punching a baby right now. I feel awful. But we it has to be something with the element of stone. I'm
2: encouraging punching a baby right now. <laughs>
1: But, I mean, like, there there has to be more myth to it than that. And just like, oh, put a rock in his mouth and then it can't bite you. What is it with the element of stone? To, it does it ward off vampires? Is it made of garlic? I was just thinking that too. Put up a big ball of garlic <laughs> in his mouth. You can do that to me. <laughs> right now. <clears throat> uh. Well or a shot of garlic paste from Malik al Kebab, and a side of Fetouche. It's
2: bread. That's the weight of her heart.
1: <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Like, Fetouche all day. Um, Fetouche. <laughs> chicken Fetouche is life. Eat my body is 80% chicken Fetouche. Oh, wait. Our good friend James Fernandez. Hello, James. Uh, he just messaged us. With some insight. Hang on, it's coming up, James. Uh, and sorry I didn't respond to your message earlier. Uh, the vampire burial is done to prevent revenants, or the actual resurrection aspect of the coming back of the dead. Wikipedia. The stone was probably blessed before being placed. Thank you, James.
2: I was going to say I found that on Wikipedia. Um, Thanks for the copy-paste, James. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 that's not my... Teasing. Uh, Yeah, like what he said, um, to prevent the deceased from revenants in the form of a vampire or to prevent an actual vampire from revenants. Traditions known from the medieval times varied, says. Um, Hmm. Turn still. Turn (laughs) still.
1: So, yeah, I pulled that up, keeping with the uh, dead baby theme that we got going on here. So. But, yeah. Where was that at again? Italy. Italy. Mm-hmm.
2: When was it that they found him? Uh, just a few days ago. In what part do you know?
1: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I just headed up. It and is, like, Italy's
2: going to put them on in a museum. You know that, right? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, because I want to see it. <laughs> I'm going to Rome. Uh.
2: I mean, I went. Uh, it. I went to a place in uh, Rome where they. They had a. Uh, some, what's it called? Uh. A room full of deceased people who they set up in different positions to uh, worship them almost. Were they, like, um, saints? <laughs> um,
1: I'm trying to remember what this place was called. How do they look? I mean, like, because, you know, they have those all over the world where the patron saints um, look absolutely flawless—
2: but they were. But did they look like real people, or did they just look like bones? No, they were like real people. No, these were just bones.
1: No. Yeah, it was uh in like the Italian people. region of Umbria. La necropoli dei bambini. Dead babies. No, that's um. Hmm. But yeah, they'll throw that in the museum. Oh yeah, here's here's my article for eleven bodies found in Detroit. Um, oh, and I
3: found out the ages of the kids look to be no older than three. Hmm. So it was three to basically newborn was the range.
1: That's crazy. There's going to be more on that story that develops. There's going to be names. Well, I
3: hope they at least can figure out some of these parents. They probably... Some of these parents probably don't even know. Right. Some of these parents could be going to an empty gravesite and have no idea.
1: Right. And especially if
3: they're like three years old. Like, I'm just worried that the infants, they're going to have a hard time
1: mm-hmm.
3: unless their handprints get run in at hospitals now when they're born. Do they do that? Is that a thing? I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if they'll be able to determine because of that, depending on how decomposed oh, maybe. I guess
3: they were like appeared to be embalmed and like sort of mummified.
1: Okay, so they they were post um prep possibly. I I haven't heard any more details
3: from they appeared to be embalmed or mummified. So I have no idea. And they just put them in the ceiling.
1: Yeah, weird. Like move that ceiling tile and like put them up there.
3: Yeah, that's not a good hiding spot. That's where you hide Christmas presents from children. Like who's
1: to say they weren't Christmas presents? I hope not. Why don't you hide the children? <laughs> That's how good your life hide is. Hide the <laughs> children and keep the Christmas presents out in the open. <laughs> Morbid.
2: Morbid Christmas.
1: Have yourself a fucked up little Christmas.
2: <laughs> why, don't, why don't you go upstairs and look for your gift?
1: We're <laughs> gonna hide you this year.
2: <laughs> oh, did you find it? That how le- good your life is. Now let's <laughs> leave it that way. <laughs> Appreciate me.
1: <laughs> oh merciful Lord. Oh man. So let's let's switch from the uh, from the uh, deceased to uh, people that are living that are batshit crazy. Uh, man run over by lawnmower while trying to kill his son with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> this was in none other than Bristol, Tennessee. According to Click on Detroit, a man who police say was run over with a lawnmower while trying to kill his son with a chainsaw has had to have his leg amputated. The Bristol Herald Courier uh, reports that a warrant for 76-year-old Douglas Ferguson couldn't be served until Tuesday because of the severity of his injuries. According to the Sullivan's County Sheriff's Office release, officers called to a home June 28th found Ferguson bleeding from his leg and head. A preliminary investigation indicated he had tried to attack his son with a chainsaw with a running chainsaw, while his his son mowed the lawn. Uh, detectives say the father and son had an ongoing feud. Uh, Ferguson is charged with attempted second-degree murder and violating probation. It's unclear whether he has a lawyer to comment on his behalf. Uh, i, I got to read some of these comments. This is just fantastic. I've heard the expression, mow him over, but I've never seen it done literally. It's like laughing all the way to the bank. I've never seen anyone do that either. There are good days and there are bad days. That's how you do it. Just mow them down. You can't make this shit up. Mm.
2: Shaking my head over here. And he
1: looks he looks so satisfied with himself. Like, yep, that would me.
2: That's the dad?
1: Yep. He didn't piss me <laughs> off. He forgot what? to put in his teeth. <laughs> You can tell because his frown is just kind of like inflating. Get your ass over here, boy!
2: (laughs) I see. I can hear see him saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like all jokes aside, like to me,
1: that's scary. I want to know what the feud was about.
2: Some people just snap. I mean, did you see that um, article about the man who is on or was on, probably still on, steroids? And mm-hmm. he snapped in. He tried to kill his girlfriend, like, stabbed her numerous times. Oh, my God. When was this? Um, Only a couple weeks ago. He's a Michigan man, from what I understand, because I saw some people posting about it. And one guy said that he actually knew him or went to school with him, high school. And was like, I never liked him anyways. But what happened was... Uh, He's a bodybuilder. He's on steroids. Um, He probably went into a roid rage, but still not excusable. And his girlfriend had her phone laying around. I don't know what he found, but I guess it's a rental property or something that they were living in. And supposedly there was cameras around, so they have it on footage. (coughs) You can see him going through, through her phone, and then she suddenly walks through the front door, and all of a sudden he just unleashes on her and he's in a rage and he's screaming at her and I don't, I mean, I don't know if he found something on her phone or what or so then he goes into the kitchen and he takes out a knife and he proceeds to stab her multiple oh my times God. and uh she passes out and then um, from what I understand the neighbor or something called the cops and uh she was almost dead and um. Now he's going to court, and the woman who survived—that was his girlfriend—doesn't want to press charges. What? what? Because I think she's mentally abused and physically abused. I believe. So, oh my like, god! When oh now's man. your chance. But right. I think that when you're that traumatized, you still yeah. be- like or like I love him. Yep, been there. <laughs> Even though she, yeah. you know, he was his intentions were to kill her in that moment.
1: He didn't know what he was doing.
2: I he mean, didn't mean, mean it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! And, and, but they're not dropping it. Like the no. judge, the judge is not dropping it because he's case. probably like, "Well, you're mentally ill too." Because he saw the footage and he's like, "No, his intentions were to kill you. I don't care what you're saying. You're you're traumatized."
1: Right, you're not. Your your voice does not matter right now. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. You're um. You're not speaking with the same mind. Um. The the video is what's not. Lo- you know, not allowing him to get off. So, unreal,
1: unreal. You know, it's like um, Chris Benoit from WWE when uh, he killed his uh um his daughter, or not his daughter. Um, his wife, his son, and then turned the gun on himself. And uh, they were calling it, um, you know, an act of roid rage. Um, and then, uh, sorry, I just got a text. Um, but at the same time, you know, like, obviously, in wrestling, you get a lot of closed head injuries, too. So take that into account. But, um, yeah, I mean, roid rage is a real thing because you can only take so much of a surge of testosterone. And here's my whole thing, Okay. If you want to, I'm, I'm not against steroids. Um, I believe they're like, if you want to get big, get big, whatever, but there's people that just take it way too far, just like anything else. Um, and there are, there's a lot of dangers to it and people know those dangers just like they know danger of smoking, this, that, the other. Um, I know that a lot of people that do steroids, um, uh, you know, experience like, you know, uh, erectile dysfunction, like tons of acne, um, so take that into account when you think you're looking like Jack Tan and juicy as fuck. I also got a, a limp dick and uh, a back that looks like an atlas. So,
2: I mean, how much how much steroids do you have to take to to snap like that? I mean, that was yeah. extreme. That, yeah, that guy's probably like I'm trying to get big
1: quick and just like injecting all he had. Like, oh, this is gonna
2: come on, guys. You know, I saw a picture of him and I mean, he looked like a meathead.
1: Fucking asshole.
2: But yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I, I didn't want to watch the video. They they had it, and I didn't even want to watch it. You know when people share the videos and such. Right. I'm like, I'm not watching this.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's probably really disturbing. So. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um. But uh. But yeah, later on I wanted to get into um, uh, one of my favorite stories that's creepy and sad um, is The Doll That Aged. So uh, we'll we'll be going into that and talking about that. And also uh, how to exercise haunted objects. And I want to make the argument or talk about um, The Doll That Aged was at... um, was that soul placed there? Did it wind up there? Um, is it, you know, is it a demon within the doll? You know, things like that. So, um, but I think we should take a break. So when we come back, we will be just talk- talking. I'm sorry. I'm so off uh-huh. tonight. Trying to be spooky. <laughs> for real. You can sell spooky, for spooky ass. Not really feeling sp- my spooky ass. <laughs> no,
2: I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> spooky.
1: <laughs> what? Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's doing scat over here. She's going to scat us out. Was that kind of
3: like Fraser? <laughs> I like to shout out to Shamu in
1: there. This is like. Scrambled eggs or whatever he says. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like a sign like. Good
2: night! <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know like, the <laughs> so
1: We're going to take a short break. Give it up. Yeah, hey, well, welcome back to the watch list. Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> so Holly's got some gold for you. This is much better than what I was gonna go into. But um,
2: I didn't know if this was too much because I see. Now I can appreciate the story, but if I find the humor in it. But I think I everybody know. can
1: appreciate this service. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the that uh, in, in New York Post, I accidentally no, not me. Okay, by the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. the story's called. Uh, the headline was I accidentally worked in a happy ending massage parlor. Okay, first of all, how do you ha- accidentally? So I had to read it because I'm like, no one accidentally works at a massage parlor. Come on, right? I mean, happy ending massage parlor. Uh, sh- the story's kind of long, so I'll sum it up. It was a girl who was in college. Um. You know, just dealing with everyday life, uh, trying to find a job that would meet her criteria of what she wanted. Um, And if you know um, what a massage therapist is, you know that massage therapists do have to go to school. It's usually about a year. Um, Now there's actually a test you have to take to become licensed. And we work really hard to get our credit where it's deserved. But this girl who uh, the story's about is saying that she took an online course and massaged her friends so she knew that she'd be a good massage therapist. So when she saw the ad in the paper saying that they were looking for a massage therapist... I figured, what the hell? (laughs) Great money, flexible hours. Uh, Yeah, she's figured, that's me. Mm -mm. I massage my friends on the side. (laughs) So... She decided to apply for this job, and when she did, she met the manager, Jenny, who sounded lovely and warm over the phone. She was thrilled and invited um, over for an interview the next day. So I almost died at this story because, <clears throat> excuse me, when she met Jenny, uh, they had a long conversation and bonded over their shared love of horseback riding. Uh- <laughs> Which, Giddy up! <laughs> <laughs> she liked her easy-going uh, disposition and positive energy. You're exactly the type of therapist we need around here, she said. She offered me a job on the spot and asked me if I could start tomorrow. I'd be paid each year, uh, after each shift for each customer I massage. Um, that's another red flag because you don't you wouldn't get paid at the end of each day, right? So. <laughs> You're getting the happy happy ending money under the table. Uh, so on her first day, she shows up to work. She's with the other girls in the break room. <clears throat> they're all talking about... <clears throat> excuse me. My allergies have been acting up and I can't talk sometimes. So uh, they're in the break room. They're talking. It wasn't long before I had my first call-up, is what she called it. The girls all smiled and wished me luck as I headed up the stairs to one of the treatment rooms. Everything went just as it should throughout my first massage. The client was a middle-aged man who was okay-looking, clean, and polite. It was clear he was a regular because he called the receptionist by name. I used medium pressure as requested and and kept everything well above board. (laughs) (laughs) I told the man I was done and that I would leave him for a moment to get changed, but before I had a chance to leave, he rolled over onto his back and on the massage table, exposing a... Enormous, enormous erection. (laughs) I feel like this is a romance novel. (laughs) What website is this? Uh, New York Post. So, (laughs) the guy says, "Finish me off, would you please, love?" Who says (laughs) says that? Finish me off, there, please, would you love? (laughs) So, looking for a British person. (laughs) Um. He wasn't unpleasant or aggressive in any way. And with him being a regular, I got the feeling this was his usual treatment. I didn't want to cause a scene or embarrass him. So after hesitating for a moment, I just thought, oh, what the hell? Oh, my God. (laughs) Because it's
1: just like, okay, like, uh, this guy wanted to have sex with me at a party, but I didn't want to, you know, seem embarrassed. So I was like, what the hell? I
2: know, like. Come on, honey. I'm sorry, but I'm in a position where respect yourself. I am a massage therapist and um and I take my job very seriously and I don't I don't want that kind of um situation to happen. And it's come up before where a man will think just because you're a massage therapist that because other places have given massage clinics Bad a uh, bad rep that they believe that all places are like that. So when you get into that position, you're not like, oh, what the hell? I don't want to embarrass this man. You're like, no, get the fuck out of here. You're violating me, and you're violating. Like, <laughs> I, I think she
1: uh, she honestly knew it was up. She just wanted to tell a good story and make some money for the day. <laughs> She didn't want to seem like I'm not one of those girls. Well, that's Unless exactly I... what it was. And then and she's I like, "Oh, I get 5 Mary's minutes of fame." Sam. Yeah. <laughs> New York Post will pay me like 50 bucks for this article. <laughs> you
2: know. I really love horseback riding. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then she, you know, the one guy, I was like, okay, maybe she was just felt pressured or something. I'm like, mm. Okay, whatever. It's still weird, but so I continued the story, and, and she said that doo, doo. it's a call. Who is it?
3: oh no It's not popping up. It's scary.
2: It's a ghost <laughs> call. <laughs> wait, it's, coming, it's, it's probably James. Oh wait, it is.
3: I answered it. Hi.
1: Hi. Hello. Hello.
3: I think. So. Skype's had a few to drink. Tonight.
0: Hi, one day I was just walking down a sidewalk and I tripped and got a job at a happy ending massage parlor.
1: Yep. <laughs> that happens like they sneak up on you.
0: It just does. And it happened to me like twice in one week, man. It's embarrassing. God damn it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> giant erections just popping up all over the place. Like clover. just happened. The guys <laughs> were English. They were all English. They were men. all English, no, yeah. They really, really <laughs> the way he said love, like, would you finish me out there, love?
2: I like I, I, don't, I don't know. I gave like like, When that song comes on, that shows that someone's calling in. It scares me because it's like, who is it? It's the
1: woman. She's like, uh, ex- I'm ex-
2: hearing her. the
3: sound and nothing's popping up. I'm like, is there a ghost <laughs>
2: calling us? Like, I'm like, and then she's like, I don't see anybody on here. I'm like, oh god. And, and then when you answer and there's like no one there at first, I'm like, oh. Here he is,
1: the English <laughs> erection dude.
2: I'm or, like
0: an Italian baby with
1: a blessed
2: rock in my mouth. You have no idea. I'm trying to cry like a baby with a brick in my mouth. um, Italian baby again. (laughs) To sum up the story really quick. Uh, So the first guy left and then she continued on for the rest of the day at her her massage shop. Um, (laughs) She said that She continued on and that there was how many more men? Um
0: (laughs) not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're talking were we talking a
2: ten hour day or She said that the man cleaned up after himself, she cleaned the room and that she prepared for the next customer. It wasn't until I was alone in the room, heart beating hard, (laughs) that I realized I'd just been (gasps) paid for sex. This is this is a romance novel. Uh, she said, I'd just been paid for sex. What would my mother say? I wasted as much time as I could before I headed back to the break room and the other girls. They smiled and asked me how my customer was with no hint of a knowing look or suggestion that anything other than a massage had gone on. I didn't know where to look <clears throat> and try. just tried to act natural, telling the girls it was fine. At first, I wondered whether this man had just taken advantage of me being new, but as I was called to service three more customers during that shift and each asked for the same thing at the end of the massage, I realized I was definitely working in one of those massage parlors.
0: After the third
2: one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> took right. Three. This is like a trend. <laughs> as with my first customer, I gave each of the men what they asked for. They were all respectful and polite, and each kept his hands to himself. By the end of the shift, I almost saw a certain... Gallantry in their behavior. I wasn't traumatized by what had gone on, and I happily took the great pay I was given at the end of my shift and headed home to my housemates, who laughed hysterically when I told them about my first day on the job. When the money isn't worth it, and all that, <laughs> and although I wasn't perfectly fine after my bizarre first day, I decided the job wasn't for me. I didn't know what to say to Jenny, so I pulled a no-show on my second shift. I assume I probably wasn't the first to do that because Jenny didn't bother call to see where I was. A couple of weeks later, I landed a job as a waitress in a seafood restaurant. I was paid about a quarter of what the massage parlor had paid me, but I was much more comfortable there.
0: (laughs) Were there any Englishmen at the diner? I don't understand. Like, was like, oh, it was only one time at the diner, so it was acceptable there. Right.
2: Like, I just love... There's bits and pieces I love in this story because it's just hilarious. But I love that she's like, well, I didn't want to embarrass any of them, so I jacked off four dudes. <laughs> and then it took me four dudes to realize, I'm not comfortable here. No, I'm comfortable was like, at the oh, secret restaurant right like, down the street. To be for me. Let, me, let
1: me get my money and get out. That's probably what she was thinking. I, I, what, where, where was this at? What city?
2: I don't think it's set.
1: didn't say the state or anything? Um...
0: Well, she said flat maid. I think she might be English too. Mm.
3: How funny would it be if on her first day of working at the restaurant, she went to like take someone's plate away and the guy was like, "Hey, can you finish me
1: off?" <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, do no. I know
3: you from somewhere?" "Oh, yeah." <laughs>
1: they moved the nail. it was like a raging erection. I know those hands anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know those man hands anywhere.
0: Or or like, "Can you get me another piece of pie, love?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> seriously
2: well yeah since, no that, since that guy said love at the end maybe it is British they're probably in New England
0: uh, also a possibility mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm
2: yeah it doesn't, it doesn't say the area
1: interesting hmm setting the massage industry back a hundred years <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she years? didn't come and see where it was <laughs> she didn't care Here's my whole
1: thing too is like a part of me is really upset at the just the tarnishing of the industry and for you know for setting us back because we are now to a point where we have insurance paid massage. Like, I take insurance where I'm at, and um, it's a beautiful thing, it's being recognized as a part of wellness, part of health. Blah 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 blah, and we're barely holding on to that. And then you got places like this, like five being shut down every single day, probably more. Um, so there's that, but then there's the other half of me. If I'm being honest, being like, well, you probably make more money than me too. <laughs> Shit, you probably made four hundred dollars that day. <laughs> In four hours,
2: yeah, it's like hour. Hmm, a quarter of what you made at the massage place. You make at the seafood place, so. At least you know you don't have whore hands. Right. <laughs> whore My hands are clear. Hands. Clean. I feel like it's like hungry eyes. It's like whore hands. Whore, 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 hands. Hands. <laughs> whore hands. Whore hands. Whore hands. <laughs> are your whore oh, hands, Whore guys? hands are starting right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, are those whore hands? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're
2: at the nail salon. Whore
1: hands. Whole
3: I have hot of your
2: You have whole
3: hands. <laughs> Can you imagine writing that down on your resume? I have whole hands.
2: <laughs> Let me see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: you're saying Hans, like Hans.
2: Hansel <laughs> and Gretel. Poor
1: Hansel and Gretel.
2: Poor Hansel. Poor like, Hansel right now. You
1: sound Chinese and German, which is excellent. <laughs> All at the same
2: time. I love it. <laughs> Making my own thing. <laughs>
1: All these, uh... It's the
3: language of the whole hands.
1: German <laughs> massage parlors where women pose as, like, Vietnamese massage therapists. Oh, While dressed as Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> right, exactly. You dressed very, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James! I, I, I'm... James, are you rocking whole Hans?
0: No, I am not. Uh, I'm not rocking with any type of Hans right now. I don't know anyone named Hans personally, uh, but maybe I'll trip over, you know, a sidewalk crack or something and find one. Uh, since It seems to happen like that.
1: Have you had a massage, James? Like a legit massage? I've had a massage before, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever like been to a place where like you like, let's say the roles were reversed and you're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing?
0: Oh, no, it's Get your end. ha-hans no... off
1: me. Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't go like, excuse me. Now, this isn't one of those, like, secret uh, happy ending places. Because, I mean, I just get really pissed <laughs> off when you try to offer me that. Like, come on.
1: You try to, like, you're, like, faking, resisting. Like, oh, no, oh. Ooh, oh, you know, I didn't want to be a bear, so I just let her finish. <laughs> I didn't want to disrespect. I didn't you want to didn't be a bear, rude. Right? And I mean, then I let her do it three it. more times.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want her to get fired. You know, that's not cool. She's trying to work. You know, she's trying to keep her job.
2: Right, right. She works half for her money. Oh, hands. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hands away.
0: <laughs> oh, sir! I have the best whore hands, and be like, ugh, I gotta go," because I would just be like, "What kind of diseases come with whore hands?" I don't, I don't trust
1: that. I don't know. They look like they have leprosy.
2: <laughs> remember, like they, remember the. It's possible. Was it David Duchovny in... and um? I thought you were about to fall off your chair. Right? No, <laughs> I'm, you I'm, I'm, chewing, I'm
1: chewing a uh, uh, peanut butter filled <laughs> pretzel. So.
2: Um, wasn't it David Duchovny in? Where he had where he had the device on his hands because he was a hand model before in the past and um in that movie uh with the the blue steel look Zoolander oh he had the device on his hands
1: yep oh he had some whore hands for sure (laughs) he's he's a sex addict but I'm not laughing about that I mean like I don't know why that just came up but. Cause I no okay, I remember when the term, like it's a real thing, guys. I'm not laughing about that, but like when that term first came, like a buzzword, and everybody was like, "What are you talking about? A sex addict?" Like it was just an excuse to be an asshole. Uh, David Duchovny was the first person to come out as one, and I'm like, "So what's the problem?" (laughs) (laughs) I'm a (laughs) dealer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a supplier.
2: I'm a dealer. Look at these (laughs) hands.
1: David and Company, why don't you love me?
2: I love you. Uh, call, me. <laughs> call me, call me, call me two for eight, five seven hands. nine. David and Company, this is David and Company's favorite show. Let me see them up close. I'll let you know if they're the true hall hounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: uh, do 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 do. Hmm. Hot hands, Hot hands is out there.
2: I just can't get over like. <laughs> I I didn't want to embarrass them, and I didn't want to make it in a comfortable situation. So I did it three more times. I'm sorry, but you're not like, <laughs> oh, well, they didn't touch me. Well, I guess I'm going yeah, to do this three more times. I will say, though, it was
0: interesting to hear that she like specifically said, oh, no, they're actually really polite and professional. They didn't try to do anything to me. And it's just like, of course, and the place where that's happening is where... Probably because they're like, "Oh, I can I can ask for the service and get it. I don't have to get angry or shitty or bitchy about it." And says, right. yeah, okay. Now they're keeping their hands to themselves and they keep it all professional. And they one even cleaned up after himself. Got to give that guy some extra points.
1: Yeah, I don't have to assault people here, so <laughs> I, I have to tell this story. So this place is long since closed down. I'm still not going to say the name of it, but um, I was working here. It was a um, uh, it, it, it was a, a franchise and it was like a beauty supply store, but they had a salon in the back. And at the time I was doing body waxing and <laughs> there was a guy who called on my first day and he kept wanting to know what the procedure was for like getting his, like, like a Brazilian, <laughs> And he had me on the phone for like 20 minutes until I was like, you're over there with Miss Michigan because you are, like, asking me again in detail what I do. And I just hung up on him. But then later on, um, uh, my manager came up to me. She goes, no, we cannot wax dudes, like, you know, in their pubic region, no matter what. Even though we keep everything modest, modesty tall, what have you. Because, you know, bodybuilders, people who, like, wear Speedos whatever fitness models all that kind of stuff exactly like none of my business you went so long as you're not creepy whatever i'll wax your pubic region whatever so she said no more of that because a woman at a different location um was jizzed on what yeah so but then i'm like oh my god so then later on with that manager leaves the assistant manager takes over and she said now let's get real you really don't think that something was going on between that esthetician and um, and the client. Because what was it? Just like jackpot, no hands? How? And <laughs> well, also... They, like, you're
2: pulling off hair. So it's like, what are they actually? like... They probably they were like...
1: Yeah, they probably like rip pain. Off, they're like... And, and, you know, maybe I'm not getting the whole story either. Because, I mean... He had left and paid for his service when she said he jizzed on me. That's what may, like brings up a lot of questions. Like, who are you really a victim here, or like what happened? Really weird.
0: Yeah, that's that's very strange. It's like, well, it just happened. Like, you'd have to. Does he have a pain fetish thing? Well, then if he doesn't, well, why would he be so comfortable and relaxed as to be able to? allow that to happen
1: in that kind of proximity, like... Right. And like I said, like yeah. there's got to be some sort of encouragement there. It's not, like, you didn't just force Gump it and, like...
2: And I, I've been and in a really uncomfortable <laughs> position, like, situation oh, where some... Mom
0: always <laughs> said, don't ejaculate <laughs> on the anesthetician.
1: <laughs> well, I mean,
2: when he saw Jenny's boobs, he was like... <laughs> 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 Dead. Um... <laughs> <Dead>. uh, <laughs> i've been in a really uncomfortable situation where i just i and when you're first in the field especially if you're a little if you're young and you don't know how to fully go about communicating to people and and saying no i'm not going to finish this massage i'm not going to take this and you need to leave but you're still gonna pay because i'm still getting my money and Because you couldn't handle yourself, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I first started doing massage, I didn't have much of a voice, and I didn't, not saying that I did anything or anything like that, but I would get really uncomfortable, and if a man made a gesture at me and I felt really uncomfortable, I would want to leave, run out of the room, but I didn't want to confront him. Right. Like, I didn't know how to say you're acting inappropriate and you need to leave.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're right. done. Get out of here. It was you more know, like,
2: uh, okay, so I'm going to let you get dressed and I'll see you out in the hallway. Everyone thinks that they know,
1: like, especially in school, they think that they know what they do in that situation. Like, ah, oh, you know, the tough guy act. Truth mm-hmm. is, when you are faced with that and you are alone in a dark room with somebody twice your size asking for sex, you immediately freeze up.
2: Yeah, it was more... I had a hard time saying I feel really uncomfortable and it was more like uh, ha, ha. you laugh and you get really nervous and yeah, you're trying I laugh have this nervous laughter that I do in certain situations where I don't know what to say and do and that's just my go-to that's the way sometimes that I deal with things and I'm like ha, ha, yeah okay because um, I try also I think it's also me being like we're just kidding right because that this is not right. real life right now this is not what you're doing. Um, so what I'm saying though, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I leave the room and I'd say, okay, yeah, you get dressed, blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't understand that you're not, you know, that you're not comfortable. They think that they can still do whatever the next time, but I would go up to my boss and I'd have him deal with it because it was male, male at this time, um, or the place I worked at. And so I go up to my boss, and I'm like, can you, can you tell them they can't come back? Because I couldn't do it myself. Like, I, I don't know. At that time, I just couldn't. So part of me is like, I don't understand why she didn't run out of the room a little bit and just go up to somebody else and say, can you do this and say this? Like, I like I can't do it. But
1: Right. Like, this isn't for me. Sorry. Like, I don't need to go report anything. But, like, uh, I'm sorry. This is not what I thought. And
2: I don't want to see this person again, but I really don't want to deal with it because I don't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah. Like they're already making me feel uncomfortable. And I don't feel like having this conversation that happened at uh, a place I worked at. And,
1: uh, you know, I, I said, finally, after so many passes, I was like, you know what? I said, you pre what did I say? I said, please change the manner in which you're talking to me because I'm very comfortable and I will end this session. And, of course, he knows that when I end the session, I have to go out and tell them exactly why I ended it early. And the crazy thing was that when he did leave, which I didn't have to end it early, but, um, which I kind of wish I would just done that. His wife in, was waiting for him with their grandbaby, and I was like, what? So when he left, I told the assistant manager about it, uh, who reported to our top dog manager, who was like, oh, hell no, called and said he's banned. Um, but, uh, I was like, what the hell? And she's like, I don't know, Casey, maybe they're into that.
2: I don't know. I swear. It's mostly people who have families and, and I mean, it's usually the same scenario, which is, oh, my wife and my kids are my grandkids. And I'm going to tell you a story about my church that I go to. Oh, and at the end hey, by the way, here's my erect penis. <laughs> I swear that's how it's always gone with now me. Now whip out them was, whore hands. <laughs> yeah. When when someone like, guy was being in, inappropriate, it's like, dude, you you just made me think that you were a good person. Like you're over here talking about your wife, your grandbabies, talk, well, well, that's the like, setup, talking like right? talking about the church, the instrument you play at church. Skin next flute. thing you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: It's like he was trying to fit in the first date info oh, first. Like, like let's get on the, the personal level right, before right. you get right.
2: like I'm a person. But I
1: also have a with penis hoarding, and here yeah. it is. I'm a person with a penis. Right. <laughs> and like, I'm not I'm not saying It, it makes you confused cuz you're like,
2: what the heck? And then it makes you like cuz if they're not coming right out and saying something to you and they're <laughs> making gestures towards you, you're like and this is where the and kind of ties in with the Me Too movement too. That's when you second guess yourself and you're like, right, is it me or is it? Is this really happening? Like, th- did they mean it like this? Because they were just for talking about these things and it can't be like that, right? <laughs> they were
0: just talking about Jesus and grandbabies and now right. they're talking about this.
2: Right. Like, maybe, it, yeah, you
1: start to feel like you're crazy. Like, maybe I'm the one who's over exaggerating. Like, then you're like, no, no, you're yeah. not. That's weird. Mm hmm.
0: No, was that a rare uh, a rare occurrence for you too? Was that semi regular? I mean, was what was what was the frequency of that kind of crazy yes, shit happening? Pretty well, rare.
2: Uh, it's rare now. I mean, back back when I first started, one of the places that I worked at um, was down the street from a place that ended up in the newspaper and they got busted for uh, sexual acts at at the the place that it was probably a couple blocks down, but. Um, the thing was that when they put the article in the newspaper that this place got shut down for this, they didn't say the name of the place. They just said the street name that the place was located on. Well, we're on the same street in the same city. Oh shit. So when
0: guilty by proximity,
2: (laughs) right? So when you see, you know, a massage place in this city and this street, well, these creeps, they think, Oh, they reopened.
1: Because I would have contacted the journalists and be like, "Look, that was really bad for business, and we had nothing to do with that."
2: Right. So that created a little bit of a moment there for us, <clears throat> where I was like, "Oh God!" I mean, it, it happened a few times, um, and I mean, now it doesn't really happen ever. But at okay. that at that time. And at that time, like I said, I didn't really have much of a voice, so it was harder for me. Um, when no, they do the classes <laughs>
0: for your licensing, do they like? Is there any instruction on that particular part of how to shut that down? Because that sounds like something they should really. It is. They should really teach them.
1: We had a lecture called ethics. Excellent. Yeah, and it, it talked about that. And it's funny we went through. Uh, <laughs> we went on Craigslist, and we it was the uh, legit. It's for, as... it's for school, kids. Right, legit ads versus like it was all about how to advertise yourself too, because we are in an industry that in the past has been associated with prostitution, drugs, no, you name it. Right? No, that's no, a myth. It's a myth. A, myth, a street myth. Whore hands myth. Whore hands on the Punks. organ. Like jeepers creepers.
0: Gotta work that organ with them whore hands, son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is they brought up an article or an ad, and it was a woman, like, it, like, she was probably pushing, like, 60, and she was in, like, a short red dress, like, against her closet, like, doing massage and whatnot. And she said where she was located, like, the general area. I'm like, oh, I know where that is. That's the trailer park. Damn.
2: <laughs> Next to 94. <laughs> exactly where she is. She was massaging in the trailer park? Yep.
1: Oh, so, like, it all lined up, dude. But then, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to be real. Like, this last job and jobs I've had before, I all found on Craigslist. And they were perfectly legit. Like, clinic looking for someone to work these days, must be licensed, all this stuff uh,
2: for wellness center. And that's, I mean. I think when you when it says must be licensed and things like that where it's legit. Right. Because no, you know, massage parlor yeah, probably- that.
1: Good pay, good hours. Come on down. Right, exactly. <laughs> Something cheesy, or they, or we they tell you. We need you to be licensed, though. Right, <laughs> yeah. a lot. Of, a lot of places they will say like, you start at or negotiable. But any job, like I, this is what I've been told in the past. If they tell you like, if they list straight up front like what you will be making, um, that's normally a red flag too you know i don't know
0: yeah cause it's almost like they're using that as a uh as an advertising tactic instead of negotiating pay et cetera, et cetera. yeah i see it
2: right well if they're telling you they're gonna pay you each day like that like, girl said in the that article exactly right <laughs> after your shift depending on yeah. how many
0: people you've gone through
2: no one pays you at the end of each day that's not suspicious at all let me go to work it's funny mm-hmm. because
1: i was just talking about this with uh my other friend james um And when I worked at the salon, you know, when it would get slow and we'd sit in the back and you start to ask questions like, you know, just just bring up random life scenarios. And we brought up you've never truly been broke, truly been broke until you thought about horn for a week. Like, (laughs) yeah, you you just catch up on your bills. You just go through seven days. Just be like totally numb to everything. Start paying off all these bills. (laughs) And then later you can go to confession and square it up with God. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you, never, you never speak of it again it never happened and you bury it for eternity
0: because <laughs> that's how it works Wait, that's exactly how it works yep, just, that's, oh
2: okay I'm done with a week of whoring all done that's right. really what that girl did in this article that's exactly how, how I
1: feel is that like, she's like okay well I'm going to be making this much I might as well just finish out the day get like, my money and get out I
2: didn't want to embarrass anybody
1: uh, <laughs> <sighs> what is she weird at the job that's what I want to know
2: yeah, good question. Were they all in polos and khakis? It was like a that was one thing they left out of there.
3: Now, <laughs> what do you wear to jack people off in? <laughs> An apron.
2: <laughs> a, meat, well, a meat apron. You know, um, like wouldn't like a plastic apron, apron, apron? be more sanitary?
1: Right you wear something that's like it like you it the water just kind of runs off it like a plastic outfit I was just about to say yeah like the, the water the disinfectant. A
2: real long raincoat <laughs> right
1: like you're at a gallagher show like rocking a poncho like all right let's do this
2: this lady was telling me a story about um this place that did massage and it was a, like a traveling place and i'm like well, what do you mean by traveling place she's like well it was a it was a massage place that was not a real legit massage place. I said, how did you know that? And she's like, well, the traveling place was hotel to hotel. I'm like, oh, where they would have people come to the hotel to get massage. It wasn't oh. like people massaging in hotel rooms, like where you stay for so long and then you order some a person to come to the room and massage you. No, it's we're going to set up shop here in this hotel and have our clients come to And we're going to keep moving so that we don't get busted.
0: Right, not suspicious at all.
2: <laughs> and she said, she said she thought they wore like negligee style stuff. Oh, so, geez. what they usually wear, I don't know. Yeah, they're
3: massaging with more than just their whore hands at that point,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they're so
0: feeling outs. whore body pretty much at that point. and then
1: your whore lips, full whore. Right. <laughs> yep, the whore damn prostitution ring right the there. Whore damn show, I like that.
3: Traveling prostitution ring, though. Right.
1: Brother loves traveling prostitution show. <laughs>
2: <Okay.
1: laughs> you ladies and trip into jobs
0: where you stroke off some guys because everyone knows you get paid at the end of the show.
1: Hallelujah. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah.
2: Come in. I, I mean, <laughs> finish me off, love. I would, ass- <laughs> I would assume that they wouldn't really wear anything skimpy because you got the police, and I'm sure they're trying to hide out. And, like, that's just a dead giveaway. <laughs>
3: Why was well, she holding a sign? Dead, dead, dead,
2: dead, 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 dead giveaway. She was in a knockout. Dead giveaway. Dude, no, the
1: what, the police in Wyandotte that got busted? There's mm-hmm. a cop being serviced when they got busted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just
2: investigating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real undercover,
1: hard. Boys, undercover. undercover. I'm distracting
2: the one so you can get the others. <laughs> <laughs> I distracted the head. She's the
1: head, madam. Yeah.
0: You've been on uh, medical leave for three months, Steve. Whatever, man. Undercover. Shut up. You don't know. <laughs>
3: I, distra- I, distracted my rehab. I distracted the bottom bitch. So. <laughs> right. I'm no. undercover and I happen to have back pain.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, Looking for all the whore hands, chief.
3: Thank God you're here. I was almost assaulted. <laughs> I can tell you exactly which ones have the whore hands, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Narrow down the field. <laughs> can you come back in five
2: seconds? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Make it 20. I got to restart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wondered, like, I thought of. I was thinking about that place, Casey, and I was like, what do they wear there? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I mean, that one place, I mean, the blinds were always closed, so you never see anything. Mm-hmm. So who knows? They probably come out and greet you in like something regular and then come back in and something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um,
3: they got like those outfits that like have the snaps they just rip away <laughs> right oh like
2: <laughs> the music starts I just imagine, I just imagine windbreaker party pants boy. with like yeah. <laughs> the
1: snaps party boy
3: everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh <Like> a... <laughs> my god that's what I'd wear <laughs> if I was a I, I would absolutely wear like all snaps <laughs>
2: This is sexy. It's
3: going to be a pain <laughs> to get it back on, but check out the
1: snaps. It's like Old Navy.
2: <laughs> check out my snaps. <laughs> my snaps.
1: Until the one snap
0: <laughs> refuses to unbutton at the worst time, so you're just sort of tripping over yourself and saying, you got, like, right. one
3: pant leg like, still attached. You're like, it's exactly. all good. It's all and we need.
0: Oh. <laughs> this button right here is always a problem. What? God damn it. Just one minute. Just one minute.
3: I don't feel like redoing this one. Can we just do half off? Half off? Okay.
2: You know, <laughs> like, you it, sex sent me to the ER, off? that show or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine, like, my sex job sent me to the ER, like, <laughs> the episode. <laughs> <laughs> my windbreaker pants that I snap off. I got tripped in them and then I fell on the dick. Snap on. <laughs> on snap off. <the> <laughs> <laughs> I got injured. <laughs> I feel like this is
1: a show, like like an animated show. You got snaps, you got whore hands.
3: <laughs> we need like an animated cartoon that follows. That, that's
1: what I was thinking. Something for, for the Netflix. Highlights. Like
2: it's Clue for a brothel. Nice. <laughs> Who jacked it? <laughs> Who did it? Good it gravy! On the
3: whole that hand right. in the in the wet room with the with the snap pants. <laughs> yeah. Strangle them.
2: <laughs> the snap <laughs> with the snap windbreaker pants. Mm. I'm just, uh, just saying, you guys need some team
0: apparel. It's the saddest ever. It's just the saddest.
2: What was that? What'd you say?
0: Oh, just it's not, It's like the most awesomely sad, like sex brothel ever. Just everything's going wrong. Everything's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: they're they're trying to be a sex brothel and they can't for some reason. although it's they like a very can. simple it's premise. A comedy of errors. Right. <laughs> We're trying to be sexy. It's not working. It's not working. It's the snaps. Customers are
0: just <laughs> leaving you the like, snaps. you know what? I lost it. I just completely lost my erection and I'm done. I just have to go. This is sad. Damn it.
2: You know what, love? I'm good on them. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: You know I'm um, going to ta- take yeah. myself and I'm going to go. Okay, bye. <laughs>
0: Keep those whore <hard laughs> hands on. to yourself. I almost got the
1: snap <laughs> off. Hold on. I
0: almost got it. Hold on
1: five seconds. Like yes, run it, running running out the door down the street trying to take off your windbreakers. Like, Y'all, Yo, no, I, can't get, I the can, one can't, can. can't get the damn.
0: Snap
3: so, off.
1: Some, some Englishman just like furiously put on his derby hat. He's, he's walking with a cane really fast. Like, no, I said good day.
3: <laughs> you haven't even seen <laughs> my underwear
2: snaps yet. <laughs> Everything snaps. They call me Ginger Snaps. She's a redhead. <laughs> snap.
1: Why do oh, we imagine like thing. the
2: guy from Monopoly with the, like the little. The monocle? Yeah. Uncle Penny Good yep. day. <laughs> Which the Mandela effect will tell you.
1: They never had one. What? You never had one? Yeah. It's a lie. Is it?
3: Maybe I'm thinking of Mr. Peanut.
2: <laughs> not I'm getting confused.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Both those characters kind of mesh together in my head. They both have top hats and possibly monocles. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Definitely
0: top hats, but the monocle is Mr. Peanut. What?
3: Okay.
1: Yep.
0: What? Yeah, because Uncle Pennybag is supposed to be the American robber baron, and monocles weren't big things for American robber barons. My
3: whole life is shit. Yeah, but that mustache and that hat call for a The problem. mustache
0: is pimp. Look, I won't lie about that. that like, that calls sex- for a monocle. Yes, I don't care. right there. Cool. I need
2: to f- reflect for a minute.
1: That's a (laughs) bull. Like,
2: I really
0: need to think
1: about this. I want to see this thought bubble.
2: What's going on there? Sometimes (laughs) I'm sad right now because I thought that that was not the case.
0: Now she's picturing (laughs) Uncle Pennybags being the guy that's saying, "Go ahead and finish me off, love."
3: Finish me off, love. Mr. I just
0: getting combined. Like, and Mr. What? Peanut's
3: walking in Idiot. with his whore hands.
1: Stick whore hands. Uh, salty. Does the Monopoly
2: guy have it's a cane. Peanut butter no, dog. was that the Peanut Man? Uh,
0: uh, Mr. Peanut, yeah, he has the cane and the monocle and the top hat. And he always has, like, I think he has little spat shoes or something.
2: The cool. Monopoly yeah. guy had the dog, right? He had the top the hat and the, the tails.
1: Top hat and tails. Did he have a dog? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a dog that ran after him. Looked kind of like Rin Tin Tin.
2: Okay. is yeah, that different.
0: what the dog piece was uh, based on? Yes. So. Yeah.
2: It's like a freaking like that. game that never ends. This is if you play it by never its never
0: original ends. rules, it ends very quickly. Which is what? Uh, as you go over the board, each person lands on a piece. The person who landed on it gets the first opportunity to buy it. If they don't buy it, it immediately goes to auction for all the players. So that means someone will own it, whoever lands on it first. Someone's going to own it after they land on it. So all that stuff's going to be taken up really quickly, and then it's a matter of deals and grinding it out to see who uh, who the last person standing is. Mm-hmm.
2: It's
1: like a you sound Royale. like you
2: played a lot of Monopoly in your day.
0: Uh, well, I actually know because I played the same way you guys were thinking, which was games that lasted 75 minutes, and you hated your friends and family whoever was playing. Oh, with I know,
2: you. I hate Monopoly. You fall asleep, you're like, can we, can we just? Take- it's the most boring game yeah, like,
0: ever. Like one, I remember one time a game we we paused it because we were too tired, and then we picked it up like the next day and continued hating each other as a kid. That was said. But uh, no, that's one of those uh, things I found out where they're like, "Oh yeah, Monopoly is only supposed to last like each game is like maybe an hour or something," and that's because all the space right. get taken up really quick <laughs> and the game's over.
3: No, Monopoly lasts forever, and it's just a hate feud.
2: <laughs> I don't believe that anyone's ever finished a Monopoly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I don't know anybody don't who's think ever finished game. Monopoly. Uh,
2: one of my I think it was like, "You just were like, you have enough shit, okay? You win. You yeah, win. I
3: give up." f this game
2: that's a good call my friend bought
3: a monopoly for the xbox and i'm like we don't like playing it as a board (laughs) game you think i'm gonna like playing (laughs) it when i have to deal with this remote control and you have to pass the remote along i'm like this is even worse now i want to throw the
1: remote that's weird was it like a five dollar bin i don't know
2: (laughs) i didn't even get to
3: like manhandle my own dice or anything it just does it for you i'm like this is just rude and rigged
2: no (laughs) It's worse. It's worse.
3: You can't even steal from oh, the base. I'm going to get on
2: my own dice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have like I a special I want the power the feeling when you shake that shit and roll it. <sighs> it's exactly what the girl with the <laughs> whore hand said.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yep. Uh, oh, By
3: man. the power of
1: grace, call. <laughs> the power is mine. <laughs> so yeah. you're
0: like, oh, I got doubles for the third time. I'm in jail. <to save your laughs>
1: Uh, That's how it lasted. (laughs) You fall asleep
2: playing the game.
0: That's when our marriage ended.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. You know, there was some one die-hard person like, we're not leaving till we finish this game.
1: I hate people like
2: that. I'll <laughs> set that board
1: on fire. <laughs> was, knowing, no. knowing me, like, I fall asleep during anything these days. Um, like,
2: I uh... pulled out the Monopoly game, but just so you know, the rules are we have to finish it if you start it. It's like Jumanji. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You
0: get stuck in some shitty 1920s cartoon world with a bunch of whore hands and Uncle Pennybags, and you're like, "No,
1: this is the worst idea Whore <laughs> hands and Pennybags, the new album.
0: Uh, oh god, damn it!
1: Why Uncle is Pennybags this? Thimble a thimble following
0: the
1: <laughs> Make sure you put your thumb on. Yep.
0: You gotta be safe. Gotta have that protection. Yep. Get that wheelbarrow out.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, merciful Lord. <laughs>
2: is that your? Is that your word tonight?
1: Merciful Lord. Yeah. You said it a couple times.
2: I've been saying that a lot. As I get older, I get more old lady like.
3: And more concerned.
2: <laughs> oh, merciful Lord. I'm trying to remember what I said but last night. I, I, said, say, I, said, I, say, I said something like old time. Like, I can't remember. I don't think it was G Golly, but something like that. Good gosh, America? No, no, not Miss Gotland. Don't
1: Jehoshaphat. <laughs> I, you know, I, I said that today because I passed the Jehoshaphat church. And also. Oh, okay. What did I say? Oh, I said good gravy on a hot plate.
0: <laughs> Very old. That's impressive.
2: Oh, I said janky. I'm like, oh, that's janky. And, <laughs> oh, and Jeremy's like, janky. <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> old time, like, that's janky. <laughs> G- Jeepers. Jeepers. That's well, janky. You know, <laughs>
0: Jumanji monopoly game, and so yeah, I've been talking like this ever since.
1: I can't help it. Old, oh yeah, somebody. Okay, so there's a Shinola watch shop in Detroit, and they just they were imported. It's like it's like Rolex, right? And uh, this woman was telling me that she had to go take back her watch, and she she's in her late forties, and like I'm doing her massage, and I'm just like, I want to say it. I go. You should tell them that they sold you the shit instead of the shinola. And she busted out laughing. She's like, I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. Like, you don't know shit from Shinola. <laughs> and uh she's like, I'm so happy you said that. She's like, My parents used to say that all the time. I go, Well, my parents are old, so <laughs> they had me later <laughs> in life. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny.
2: <laughs> laugh. Shit laugh. Damn it. I remember
0: hearing that as a kid too. Yeah,
2: we'll yeah, yeah <laughs> I had that laugh. Ha! Ha! I'm done now.
1: Yeah. So
2: she says, "Yeah,
1: yeah." <laughs> anyway,
3: I think you guys need to have merch. You have like snap pants and some oh, gloves that say "whore hands" on them.
2: Cross the <laughs> You Imagine them looking like Michael Jackson, like gloves, he- <laughs> <laughs> healing whore hands. Give it to the window. Where <laughs> hands are, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? Okay. are you
1: okay? She's like, yeah, I made a ton oh, of money it's... in one day.
0: Yeah, really. I
1: <laughs> made four hundred like bucks in four hours.
0: Janet, back, but I mean, I made money today.
2: <laughs> oh, Janet.
1: I want to have this woman on the oh. show. I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. If, like, you if you have ever like worked at a <laughs> sitcom,
0: how do you accidentally do this four times in a day? I don't understand.
1: I think she wanted. How him, are
2: you just like so relaxed about it? Like she didn't want them to be embarrassed and not like, oh my god, you what? You want me to do that? that do you know how I'm gonna go about this? <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know their penis like that.
0: <laughs> Is it Grover?
2: <laughs> Is Grover now working? Grover's got them more hands too. You didn't know. (laughs) I don't know you.
1: I can't do it. (laughs) I'm gonna be President Kennedy here. I don't know you like that.
2: I don't want to know you like that. Put your penis back in your pants. Put your penis back in your pants, young man. I say, young man, listen, love. Put your penis (laughs) back in your pants. Have a nice day.
1: <laughs> Listen, hate. Oh <laughs> uh,
2: shoot. Oh, uh, that's funny. Thank you for coming, but no, thank you. I'm good.
0: <laughs> thank you for not coming. Right, exactly. Hiyo. <laughs> I don't.
3: know. I feel like I'd like keep a fly swatter just in case. But like, back. <laughs> what
2: is that? <laughs> It's not a whole hat! No, you have something on you. Oh wait, no. it's your t- it's your penis. Put it away. <laughs> it's like the um, it's, it's a little game.
0: Air freshener <laughs> and the little bear mace, like a little can next to it. They whack-a-mole. Yeah,
2: mace. it's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a little mallet, a little like... cartoon mallet. <sighs> It, I was preparing this for this. How's that for a finish
1: move, bitch? It, it totally <laughs> inverts, like, just like a molda. does just, like, Ooh. it goes back into the hole. It's like, whoa, where'd it go? It just, like, disappeared. I don't even have Where's penis, my tokens? but that sounds like it hurt. Yeah. Mm. A lot. It, like, goes up inside, and, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, did, is anybody going to a uh, theater bazaar? Are you going,
2: Holly? I was gonna go, but I don't think I'm gonna go this year. It's expensive. It is expensive. It's like and... hundred bucks to get in. Yeah. Dang.
1: Yeah. So I mean, for those of fun, you but... who don't know, it's a thing in Metro Detroit. Uh,
2: how can you describe it? You've been there. It is a huge Halloween party. It's about seven or eight floors, I believe. Um, and each floor there's a different theme. Uh, sorry. And each floor there's a different theme. Um, they have Bands playing uh and different acts, like since this theater bizarre, there's a little some freaky things too, like people with hooks in their backs and being raised in the air, things just kind of to shock you and amuse you. um they have a leader that they call Zimbo, I believe his name is, and they kind of go around and say, "Hail, Zimbo, which kind of seems cultish, but <laughs> yeah i'd classify that yeah, you have to wear a halloween costume you cannot go on there without one um so they hire people to put on performances like i said so there's people everywhere who are greeting you and you know kind of putting on a show around you no matter where you are in there it's fun um especially if you go with a group of friends and there's different bars and such in there that you can buy drinks at um there's a dance floor you can dance and what else? Uh there's places where you can eat food, like buy food to eat. The thing is you're paying a hundred dollars though, and I mean it's worth it if you go and especially if you've never been how big the place is. It's really done up nicely. But then you have to buy food and you have to buy drinks, and you that's have to and dress that's another I mean, you buy a costume, it's expensive. Um so, I mean, I've had a blast there, though. Um, but I just don't want to spend that money this year. Yeah,
1: that's a lot. Every year I say I'm going to go, and then I'm always broke around this time of year because of all these conventions. Because you know, as when we grind, I mean, a lot of times, and this is true <laughs> of every company, everyone. Oh, uh, I mean, sometimes we pay to work, and you know, it's. I mean, and I say that with also without considering that um you know we don't pay printing costs you know like if someone published your book so on and so forth but at the end of the day you know you you pay your way to get there you know and and so on and so forth um you know we're not rock stars so yeah like all that adds up and it's like oh i'm gonna go all out for halloween i'm like no
2: mm-hmm. yeah i'm like
1: <laughs> pushing 34 here <laughs> you know i gotta pay bills but um No, it's a really cool thing. If you do get a chance to go, like, you know, I mean.
2: It's dim lit. Uh, Like I said, it's really done nicely. Um, The people that they hire, they do a nice job with their makeup, and they really get into the act. Uh, Some things are a little spooky. Even in the little elevators that they have, they have the people who are in there dressed up and to take you up and down. and there's good bands and such, but each year I was wanting to buy a new costume, and it's just, like, the the price of that and the tickets and such. I don't know. Maybe I'll go next year, but not this year.
1: Right.
0: Next year you can go with H-O-R-R-O-R hands or horror <laughs> hands. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. We should all do some hands. <laughs> Only five snaps. <laughs>
0: Okay. Whoa, whoa! What do you think this is? No whore. horror,
2: h o r r o r, horror hands. Yeah, that's it. Horror yeah. Horror I am just saying, I can't. It's written on my pantejos. I have a really hard time saying horror and horror. I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't say it like it's hard for me. I have to really enunciate it, it, like, because I want to say whore horror all the time.
1: Well, it's also you know we're from the Midwest, <laughs> so that's why how it comes out too. Because when I say it's a it's a horror series, they're like, what? It's because we, we talk really fast. Like we shorten our words. Oh. I always want to say horror. horror for everything. It's a horror series. It's a it's horror. A horror. horror. It's, it's, a horror,
2: horror it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. <laughs> it's a horror movie. There's horrors in the horror movie.
0: It's a horror series. It's a series about um, scary things. No, it's, it's about a, bitches. It's right.
2: horror. About horror. 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 Horror.
0: You have to say it like Vincent in the Price. Horror. 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 Horror.
1: It's a horror series. It's like, that's the you only... Like, Use music. It's yeah, it's the only word that you over-enunciate. It's just like, well, it's a horror series, and <laughs> horror. Like, why did you just drop your mouth like that all agape? Like, ugh, horror. 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 I really like horror. Vincent Price, that's why. Blah. Darkness falls across the land.
2: Oh, uh... What? Jeremy's here. Hold on one second.
1: Uh, well, we only got like fifteen minutes. <laughs> okay, tell me. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't.
0: Feeling even... in the look. airwaves during an awkward. Pause. In, I don't even. You're know welcome. A i a you I'm for that one.
1: Uh. So yeah. Horror. Horror.
0: You've so, got Vincent
1: Price. It speaking of horror, I think I'm going to save the the uh, the other stuff I was going to talk about, like the the aging doll and all that, for our, our Halloween episode. Um, but yeah, because this was much more entertaining than that. So, hello. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's pro- it probably has less disease. Right. Right.
2: Is the dog is the dog allowed in here? It is now. I don't think the dog's allowed in here, Jeremy. So, it's all
0: right. Uh, there's been dogs before.
2: There's there's a dog in the studio.
1: I know you're all jealous. I, I don't, I don't want. I don't I mean, want David Bob to get definitely mad. keep her
3: out from under the table.
1: Definitely, <laughs> but for what? What
0: are you gonna do? Eat something?
1: But yeah, um, some cords so
3: over, move some stuff. Things happen.
1: Okay. Uh, but yeah, or, I'll save the uh the, the more paranormal elements for uh. For the uh the one we have in the next two weeks which we will be back to our normal schedule like i said sorry guys like we've been doing a lot of traveling and um we've just been but this is a bi-weekly monday night show normally poor so
0: hands you know a lot of stuff
1: <laughs> right Talk about poor hands are weekly
0: though <laughs> <laughs> yeah or multiple times in one day depending on who's accidentally taking jobs
1: yeah and, and how much money you're making all right, I I want to know where the, this had to be like a, the the speech and the way they say love. Like I want to say it's New England. If it's if it's in the United States, it's definitely yeah. UK. Like there's no way this is in the
2: United States, is it? It could be. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, a, I don't think it I was in the United like, States. Really, I think it was like she's. Or did you say it was? Like maybe, maybe somewhere in the UK or something. Yeah, like that's yeah, the, well, the way that they were like
1: yeah, housemate and who, love. As a, who says like love really
2: like finish me off, love? Yeah, like I well, <laughs> or, I've, I've heard a lot
1: of British accents in Boston.
2: How housemate or yeah. whatever they said? Yeah. Yep, housemate. Yep. That's they usually like oh
0: my roomie. Usually your roommate or well, Oh, maybe it's the UK.
2: Here.
1: I apologize. Don't apologize. We That's why out. they were so polite, People too. travel.
3: Things get around. Like Horgan's.
1: History.
3: I still think she got that first tip from the first round. was like, I'm at least finished the day.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. She got <laughs> high off that hundo. Like, She's like, oh, well, if I can just I power still feel through weird, it. Head down, power like, through it.
2: Because, like I said, that stuff hasn't happened in a long time where um, someone's tried to gesture or anything. But I always feel weird when people still think, like. That they're gonna leave money on the bed,
1: like on the table. (laughs) At least put it on the dresser.
0: Well, (laughs) you have to you have to pay my pin. He's the guy in the purple suit in the hallway. Come on, you know how this works, right? (laughs)
2: Like, there's uh... I've had where (laughs) Neil Diamond and then
0: Neil Diamond pays me,
2: right? When you massage someone and then you 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 leave the room and then you come back to like to clean the bed and there's money on the bed, I'm like. It makes me feel dirty, like, here's your money. I'm
0: like, seriously? You just, you just called me whore hands? Come on.
1: Right.
2: I'm like, what? what is that? Okay. You didn't have to put it on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well. I'll take the money, but don't put it yeah. on the bed, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna it take makes it, me feel really weird. Know. Hmm. Casey's very quiet. You have the shelving right over (laughs) here.
0: You have a cabinet over here. You you, come on, come on. You have other place to put this.
1: I know. I didn't really think about it to be honest. I just scoop it up and (laughs) change the sheets. And uh,
2: I think I think I think about it because in the past, when there there was times where those guys who had gestured things, they put money on the nightstand. Like we had, like we had a little mini table. Um, next to like a chair where you sit down and when you're undressing and such you can set your belongings that you had in the room and so there was like a little table there. Well as soon as I Like when you put
0: your top hat and your tails and your monocle.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well as soon as you walk in the room, if you like some people would put money on that table and I'm like, I don't like that because that signals to me as soon as I walk in and I see money on a table, it signals to me that you're trying to make a gesture. To me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't know how to take that. I'm like, uh, I, feel, I already feel uncomfortable right away. If you're putting money on the table, I'm like, if your money was with your stuff in your little, that's different. Like in your little, here's my cell phone with my money in my wallet. No. Yeah. But right. not like to <laughs> just so, yeah, like, laying money, out like, like with nothing else around it,
0: fold it over.
2: Yeah. So when, I guess I have flashbacks, so it's on the te- uh, bed and I'm like, no, <laughs>
1: I don't want to be reminded of those days where I felt uncomfortable. Right. I mean, like we laugh about it, but no, I get it. Yeah.
0: That should happen.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Is this a Black Phillip uh, Blake's? Is it new?
1: Yeah. It's a, a blood orange flavor. There's
2: one. There's, it, it looks kind of
1: devilish. There's one in the yeah, because it's for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Black Philip was
3: in some sort of film. It was based on like 17th century something, and they were like, it was like witchcraft related. And they were saying that like this goat, this black goat, was like possessed by a witch, whatever. And I guess it became kind of popular. Oh, okay. In the indie film area, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch it.
1: <laughs> it says, "Would you like to live life deliciously?" It's cranberry and blood orange cider, 4.5% alcohol. Blake's hard cider, of course, uh brewed here in Armada, Michigan. We have uh the Blake's um apple orchard as well that has a, its own winery, which is awesome. Um and it's funny because like out of all the places I've been to and this is without any sort of like, "Yes, I'm from Michigan." But my favorite ciders happen to be from Michigan. I mean, it's Blake's, it's Octarock. Um, And anywhere else I go where they have, you know, uh, craft ciders, I'm just not into it. Um, I-,
2: I guess because I like a drier cider. Okay. I was looking up um, last night about different uh, uh, cider mills and such, and I didn't realize that Blake's was actually pretty close. It's I mean, it's a, only a little all, over an hour away. So I actually want to go there and take a trip soon. Because you can do a tasting there. Have you ever been there? Yeah, no, I haven't. Don't oh, fancy. Fancy. You can go cool. in the tasting room uh, are hands <laughs> and your hand <laughs> drink your <laughs> can I wear like my top hat and my devil cider. Already. Huh?
0: Can I wear my top hat and my monocle? You may while wear I take
2: whatever you want.
3: <laughs> uh, you're going to have to grow out a
2: mustache first. Can you do a we photo shoot that? with your... Bless yeah. you. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine if if with I'm this little table. Kind of mustache, I want a
0: photographic evidence of how great that stash was. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. So but you I want. Back, I, want, I, want to have
0: that mustache.
2: I want some fresh hard cider and some donuts. Hell, hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah.
1: It was a nice day, too, to go to the apple orchard yesterday, and, like, every time... Like, there's so only so many fall days that are really nice in Michigan where you're not working. Like, only so so many, like, nice weekends. So it was like, well, there goes another one, and now it's gonna... We're gonna launch right into winter. Like, I can already feel it. And there's so much bitter cold out there. My knee is really feeling it, too. I injured my knee. How did you injure
0: your knee? Now what?
1: Oh, no, I fell in New York. My foot got wrapped around a tablecloth, and uh smack the cement but it's not that knee that hurts it's the other knee because i i must have put it behind me and like twisted it
0: yeah torque torqued it or something you're going I down i
1: did yeah and now it just keeps getting worse and worse so i'm gonna have to have it uh x-rayed or something because it's it's killing me like i wake up and i feel like i can't move it hardly like an old lady and then when i'm outside i'm like oh it's so cold my knee my knee
0: you gotta get some. You gotta get some of the magic whore hands to get to work on that knee. Seriously,
2: yeah. eat oh. your gold in a
1: D.
0: I'm
2: back from New York. I'm from D. am from the D. am really to Just, just <laughs> let you know. Did you hear that conversation, James? I did not. Uh, Casey was walking around in her leather.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was walking around in my leather. Um, and uh, this was I. I couldn't hang. I couldn't go to this party with uh Heather and Holly because I was falling asleep because I had a really long day. So I decided to walk back to the hotel myself, you know. But it's nighttime on the streets of New York. I'm wearing my leather jacket, and I'm walking like I'm a, like a boxer, right? I'm just saying. I wish someone would ask right. me where I'm from. That way I could be like, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, walk around with a Fago and a bag of Better Made chips. Like, oh, she must be from Detroit.
0: <laughs> Good God! Why didn't you just put an ICP CD in your pocket, sticking out a little bit, so they can see like one of the clowns?
1: Right, exactly. Go. I'm a jug a, jug- a <laughs> <ho> over here.
2: Jugahole, A little picture. I <laughs> don't oh, well, I get it, though. Be- like what Casey's saying, because I mean, we we were both wearing leather leather jackets, and at night when. Well, because I walked around sometimes by myself, um or I would walk around with you know either Casey or Heather or both of them um <laughs> and if you're walking around either yourself or one other girl, then you're like, "I'm gonna walk all head high, my leather jacket, you got to me vulnerable I'm gonna walk real fast, I'm on a mission, I know where mm-hmm. I'm going."
0: Did uh, <laughs> did Glenn Fry's "You Belong to the City" spontaneously start playing as you walk through the the wet streets with a saxophone player on the corner? Did what play? Glenn Fry's you, <laughs> "You Belong to the City."
2: You, you know, belong to the city. You Like I don't know where that
0: music's coming from.
2: You ever watched uh, Family Guy? Yeah. Remember the episode where he was like, my I want my own theme song," and so when he starts getting up, well, he was like, "Get up and walk around." And then he starts getting up and walk around. I was like, "Do do," and then and it starts playing, <laughs> every, with every step. I feel like like sometimes I feel like that when I'm walking around. have about the Randy Newman thing. He right. makes for a wish, foot, like he right
0: made a wish. foot, that foot right foot.
2: Right. <laughs> he had a genie or something, and he made a wish, and he was like, "I want my own theme song, like for his life." Hmm. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Okay. Peter does.
0: There's also a scene in I'm gonna get you suck on where the guy's strutting down the street and there's literally a funky band behind him playing like this shaft kind of song like there's a drummer and a bassist and they're just walking behind him while he plays it. That's a good one.
2: It's
0: awesome. <laughs> a live funk tune while he struts down the street. So, you we
2: know <laughs> I'm like walking around I'm like I can hear this music in my head and it's all you're a bad bitch. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever.
3: (laughs) You own
1: this
2: city. It's your
0: street, right? Um, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. There's a weird song following you about you being a bad bitch. It's really uncomfortable.
2: I heard you a bad bitch.
0: Can you walk less aggressively? I don't like that song.
1: Calm down, ma'am. Quit stomping all over my city,
0: ma'am. Your theme song is calling me a piece of shit. Can you please stop walking so aggressively? Piece of shit.
1: (laughs) Uh, oh man, what time is it? Almost five till. Yeah. Casey's like, I'm dying to get out of here now. I'm yeah, I'm super tired. But we will have a Halloween episode in uh well, it would be after Halloween, right? In two weeks. I know. Two weeks. <laughs> I know, right? No, right. um Oh, it'd be right
0: before it. Right,
3: right before yeah, it. it'd be That's the twenty
1: right. ninth. Yep. So we will have that. And I will have just come back from the Halloween fest signing. I'm doing three stores in one weekend. Good God. Um, I'm Ohio and um, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. So uh, yeah, that is um, New Dimension Comics. And I made a private print run of all the Nora issues. Um, And I had to do that because we were sold out worldwide. Smiley face and um so yeah this will be the last time that anyone will ever be able to get these issues the single issues because we are onto the trade so please come out um you can follow me at kcd Rights on instagram and i posted a video about it and uh the times as well so all right uh, i think that's uh that's it for us and whore hands <laughs> <laughs> <send your> <laughs> She's German and Chinese.
3: And possibly Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and oh, others, and La la la. Give me all my love. Give love me all night. Know. Good night.